This is a 98 FM podcast. A mother who robbed her seven children of a childhood, not my words, the words of a court. So a mother who robbed her seven children of a childhood through neglect has walked free. Her eldest, who is now 17, said she had to mind six brothers and sisters, including a newborn that her mother abandoned. She said her mother was evil and left them with no food, preferring to drink instead. She also said the reason her mother kept having children was for the welfare. Now, she's been given a second chance. She has been given a suspended sentence, but she is free. Um, And the reason is the judge said she's trying to redress her problems with alcohol. So tonight, in your opinion, very simple question, does she deserve and do alcoholics deserve that second chance? 1850-22-98-98 is the number, or you can text me on 53981. Kevin, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? Not too bad, John. I don't know if you read the details of this case. It is it is quite horrendous. It is, and, you know, there's nothing can really justify neglect of children um, uh, to the scale that, that this case has. But the wider question is, do, as you said yourself there, do alcoholics deserve a second chance? And in mm-hmm. my opinion, yes. I think we have to recognise alcoholism for what it is. It is an illness, albeit one that we continue. It's like a, 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 a niche that we continue to scratch, you know. But I, I think she does deserve a second chance, but that doesn't bring the childhood back for her children. Absolutely. And... and her children's seven children's lives are ruined. They are all in care, every one of them. And when they arrived in care, they were all very frightened. And this is testimony in the case. They were frightened. None of them were toilet trained. They were scared. They were filthy. And I know alcoholism is an illness. But can a mother, can you, can you use alcohol to excuse locking away food, warning children. So she was very clever in other ways. She used to warn the children not to talk to social workers. She used to lock them in so people didn't know. She would make sure that the eldest child was left with the newborn and that the newborn was left alone while the eldest went to school. When she was eight, she was left with the newborn. Mm-hmm. So she was, she was very clever Yeah, I, I, in that you know, way. Yeah, but I think never having been an alcoholic, thank God, in touch wood that I'd never be in that situation. But the desire for alcohol, the desire for any addiction, can drive you into some very, very clever things. And you see it in, in all walks of life where someone has, be it a drug addiction, be it an alcohol addiction, be it even a gambling addiction. People learn to cover their tracks. People learn to find ways to get money to feed their gambling habit. And they learn, and you know, how many people do we meet in our daily lives and suddenly we hear, oh, so-and-so has a drug problem or so-and-so is actually an alcoholic? I mean, I remember growing up and, and uh, a friend who I used to run messages for, I mean, I was, I was young and listened and realised that she was actually, she was an older woman, but she was actually an alcoholic and I was feeding her a problem because I was buying another half bottle of gin. It took me about six months to realise what I was doing. You know, the, the desire, the addiction can drive us to some very, very devious and some very clever things as well. And I, I do I do get that. I do get that alcoholism is an illness. And if you have had somebody, by the way, in the family who's an alcoholic, um, what, what happens in that family? How dysfunctional is it? 1850-22-98-98 or text me on 53981. Now, there were two parents in this relationship. They both drank. Um, but I suppose the wider question as well, Kevin, is what about the rights of her children? Her 17-year-old 
stood in a school uniform during this trial and gave evidence against her mother saying she was evil, that she was vile. Surely, does do, do their lives stand for anything? And what what harm would it do if she did get some kind of a sentence? What harm would it have done? Well, I, I don't know that it would have done the children any harm. In fact, it might have done them good in some sort of sense of closure or even some sort of sense of revenge. But for her herself, I mean, the prison regime, as I know of it in this country, is not very um, sympathetic to, to illnesses or addictions. And indeed, it tends to feed addictions and create more addictions. So I don't know that prison would necessarily have been the best thing for her. Um, you know, she does need help for her illness. And yes, to her children, she was evil, she was devious, she was, you know, the devil personified, perhaps. Mm. But I, I I, still think that drink was a big major part in it. And there are very few people, in my experience, who are purely evil and genuinely evil. I would number them, you know, in the fingers of one hand, those that I've come across in my life. But I think that, you know, when you see people, and as I was saying to, to your researcher earlier, it can even depend on what someone's drinking I had a relative who, uh, when he drank beer, was the most pleasant drunk you could ever meet. It would be great fun. You'd spend all night with him. But when he drank spirits, you'd get out of the room because he'd start a fight in an empty room. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, Kevin, also, I mean, this isn't, this didn't happen 20 years ago. This went on and was only basically, I suppose, the children were taken into care late 2010. It's only two and a bit, two years ago. Um, the youngest of the children is now only four. So what does it say, I suppose, about the wider community that this goes unnoticed? I think it, it, it kind of harps back to the issues around the children's referendum we had late last year. You know, society has to take children and realise that children are equal citizens, regardless of their age, be they two, be they 12, be they 22. They're human beings who have equal rights to everyone else. And from that point of view, I'm kind of arguing against myself, but mm. I, I kind of feel that the system needs to recognise the problem of alcoholism and while getting rehabilitation for the mother does have to help the children, but we must as a society recognise it. And I think I've said it before, when a child says something, the least devious people in the world are children. So when a nature will tell us that somebody's doing something harmful to them, why do we, or why did we, at least ignore Question it? Question or ignore them, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, because they haven't got a malicious bone in their body. They haven't got the devious gene that, that tends to grow with late teenagehood and then into adulthood. So why don't we take them at face value and say, yeah, I believe you now, why can't we do something about it? It's a, it's a different question, I know, but it's, it's one of the things that has stumped me after we've seen all the scandals with the churches and the Magdalene laundries, etc., etc. We disbelieve children over adults. And children do not have Well, we, we do, but you've also brought up a very a very serious point, I suppose, and with the children's referendum that, and you mean, you, you alluded to it yourself, that you're fighting against yourself. Children yeah. now have equal rights to everyone else. These are seven children. Is it not just, is, is it not just playing into the whole thing that alcoholics, you know, because you're an alcoholic, you don't have to take any of the responsibility and yeah, we're sorry that your seven kids are stuffed up for the rest of their lives, but you know, you go on your merry way. And I know I'm probably, if and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm offending people, but I actually feel very strongly about it. Well, can I give you a different perspective on that? Sure. She ends up in jail. The seven kids feel that they've got some sort of justice. She goes into jail and abdicates all responsibility for seven kids because she can't do anything about them. 
But she, you well, know, whereas if if she walks out and society says, "Look, get help for your alcoholism. You have responsibility. You have kids here." She can't walk away from it. She can't say, "And now society knows what's going on." She can't say, "Well, it's not my problem. I'm behind a locked door. I have no control over it." She can't. She has to confront herself now. And maybe that was the thinking behind the sentencing: is that society knows her for what she is. Her children have publicly said what she has done to them. And now she has to confront herself because she cannot hide behind a prison wall and say, I have no control over it. Perhaps so. I mean, the judge said um, everything in this home was driven by the urge, the parents' urge for alcohol and the children were under threat and strict instructions not to speak to social workers. But she said, you know, because of it, because of her attempts to address her alcohol problem, um, it wouldn't be right to impose an immediate custodial sentence. So... Uh, that that is, a, but you think yes, it is right that she didn't that she didn't go to prison, and you think alcoholism, you know, it has to be. People have to be given, no matter no matter what they've done, Kevin, because this is probably one of the worst things that you could do. It is the worst thing you could do to children mm-hmm. to neglect them and 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 you know have them a- afraid of you. Yeah, I, I I I look at it from a number of points of views. One is what is the function of prison? Is prison merely to punish or is prison to rehabilitate? And I like to think of it that more than 50% of, of custodial sentences is to rehabilitate. And I don't believe in this case that prison would have rehabilitated her. It probably would have led to further addictions, would have allowed her to forget her children completely and accept no responsibility. And knowing the prison system as it is in this country would have probably led her into even worse situations. So, you know, from that point of view, prison isn't the answer because it doesn't rehabilitate. I unfortunately don't have the answer. You know, I don't have a magic wand that I could say, well, here you go, you, you dry out for two weeks and you're cured of alcoholism, etc., etc. Um, and, and, and our attitude to alcohol is a strange thing. There's, there's, a, there's alcoholics and there's someone who has alcoholism, and the distinction there is, is very different. An alcoholic feeds the addiction. Someone who has alcoholism can be dry and isn't, isn't what we would consider an alcoholic. So it's two different things here. But I don't think the prison system would rehabilitate in this case to the extent that she needs rehabilitation. I don't know that she can be rehabilitated either, though, because, as you say, you know, neglect of children is perhaps the greatest crime that, that we can think of. Absolutely. But yet, I mean, to throw a different question into it, in this country, infanticide is, is not considered a custodial crime. Well, there you go. That, that opens another one. All right, listen, Kevin, Kevin, good talking to you. More questions than answers, but good talking to you. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Okay. Uh, a terrible situation, terrible court case. Um, you wouldn't think it happened today, but it did happen. A mother of seven children, and, and she was described of robbing her seven children of a childhood through neglect has walked free from court. She was an alcoholic, um, or she is an alcoholic, and... Her 17-year-old daughter, now 17-year-old, was left to mind six brothers and sisters. One uh, was a, a preterm baby, so a very premature baby that the mother abandoned. And, and the little girl who was eight at the time would go to school, leave the baby, come home on her breaks, try to feed the baby and then go back to school. She has described her mother as being evil. And she said the reason her mother kept having children was for welfare. Now, the mother has been given a second chance. All of her children are in care. But tonight, in your opinion, does she deserve that second chance? We're talking about alcoholism and what it can do to people. Does she deserve that second chance? 1850-22-9898. Or you can text me on 53981. Rio, hi, you're on 98FM. How are you? Hello, how are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Um, now, this case is, it, it is horrifying that it can happen in Ireland in 2013, but it has indeed. So, seven children... 
all all very badly neglected. Um, should this woman is it is it right that because she's an alcoholic that she she basically doesn't doesn't serve any time? Well, regardless of whether she's an alcoholic or not, the fact that she neglected her children like that, number one, was dreadful. Number two, um, she didn't care. She went out and left them, and all she could think of was having her drink. Um, she he allowed her to walk, isn't that what the judge did? Yes, yes, he did. Well, he had no right to do that because, after all, she she did wrong. She she should at least. He has to show her that she's wrong. He, he, I don't know whether she has been sent to um, a rehabilitation centre or just allowed to walk out of the court. She, he should have done that. She should have got time for her neglect of her children. Is alcoholism and, a disease? In some, Look, we know it's a disease, but... Okay, yes, of in, course it's a disease. In yes. your opinion, Rio, in your opinion, yes. can alcoholics uh, still look after their children or does there have to be something else going on that you would ne- neglect children so badly? They were cold and they were they were starving, hungry. I'd, there, I'd say there are women out there and men out there who who like a drink are around the border of being alcoholics and look after their children. There is something uh, missing in this woman. Uh, she has no motherly instincts at all to have done such a thing, whether she was drunk or whether she wasn't drunk. And she, he should have made an example of her by sending her to, giving her a prison term, number one, and helping her to get over her disease. And then we would see at the end of it what the woman is made of. If she's got the power inside of herself to help her to get back on her feet, she she should never be allowed to... Ha- to be with her children again, which I'm quite sure she won't. No, she won't. Uh, she won't. But um, I do think she has she has the right to a second chance, but not to walk out with and go down to the nearest booze yeah. and another drink. She has been. She's been dry for for quite a while now. She has been dry. She hasn't drank in 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 some time now. But with the children's referendum and looking from the children's perspective, I mean, her, her oldest child who was eight. Uh, when she when she minded six others and tried to look after herself as well, yeah, one, one of them a, new, a newborn baby. Um, with the children's referendum, and as Kevin said, there are meant to be equal rights uh, to children as well as, as well as adults. Does yeah. does it not say, well, look, your rights are less than that of your alcoholic mother? No, they, 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 she, they, there's no example being shown there. I mean, it's it's letting people think that people can do what they like and that their children suffer and so tough on the kids. That's not right. She should have been made an example of, given a prison term, and then, I don't know, maybe she's dry. They obviously say she is, but it doesn't matter. She, How did she become dry? Did she do a course? Did she do something like that? What has she done? How did she become uh, suddenly not an alcoholic? She'll always be an alcoholic. Mm no matter what happens. But I do think she should have got a prison term to show people, and younger women too. They, you know, I, I was upset this week because something like that happened to a, a baby that I know. But Because the young people don't seem to realise, and she isn't that young, that you can't do that. If you've got responsibilities, you have to make sure that before you go out on the town or to have a party in your own house, you make sure that your child is looked after or your children are looked after. That's number one. Then you can go party if you like, once you know everything is kosher. But is, like, is, is that a given now, Rio? And, and I'm wondering, 53981, by the way, is a text number, or if you want to call me, 185022 9898. We're talking about an alcoholic being given a second chance after 
as the judge said, uh, she, and it was a female judge as well, but the mother who robbed her seven children of a childhood through neglect. She did, she's the case of her. She's, she's, she's walked free. Is it accepted that it is okay to party? I mean, we drink an awful lot more than we used to, Rio, but women as well. Now, and I'm not I saying... Do, I agree with that. Uh, I, I'm not saying, you know, men are resp- you know have to have a responsibility as well to their children, but people yeah. will think and believe that a mother will nurture, a mother hopefully will be the mother to her children. So you, you just think that they would have a better sense. Now, I know alcoholism is, you know, it is a disease, but is it seen now as being a kind of a free-for-all? You can party, you can get drunk, it's grand, because people drink at home and they have bottles of wine at home and, and drink is cheap. Is it setting an example, do you think, Rio? Or, or you know, is it just the done thing now? Well, apparently it is the done thing. Because it's cheaper to drink at home now than it is to drink in a pub. But at the same time, the, the normal people would make sure that if there was going to be a party, that the baby goes to its granny or it goes to somebody or it goes to... You, you make sure the children are well looked after by a, a person that you know is going to look after them properly, not an eight-year-old looking after everybody else. You know, and and it's not right. And it's certainly not right that she should walk away like, okay, she's dry. Big deal. Yippee-yay for her. Well done. But that she should be made to, she should be punished for what she did. Because it isn't, we, we can all be sorry. And everybody deserves a second chance. And so does she. But it's not teaching her anything. And it's not giving her children any just. And you have obviously, I mean, you've fostered an awful lot of children in your time. Have you seen children very damaged through alcohol? or? or? I have, yes, yes. Very damaged. And it's dreadful, and some of them carry it for life. So you know, it, is, it is, and I mean, even the judge said, the judge said that these children, um, what did she say exactly? She said that these children will carry this for the rest of their lives. She said, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. She said that, they, it, that the children deprive them of a childhood that will have long-term consequences. So I suppose for, and before I let you go, Rio, what, what, what upsets me is that her, this, the 17-year-old had, after everything she's been through, stood up in the court and said what she went through. And still, I suppose, she sees no justice, you know? God help her. You know, I mean, I, I see 30-year-olds I, I now and they're they, they're looking after their own children now and it breaks their heart that they don't have a granny to bring their children to because granny is still hitting the bottle. You know, there doesn't seem to be any justice for those children at all that have gone through an alcoholic home. Absolutely. All right, Rio, it's always good talking to you, OK? Take care. God bless you. Bye-bye. 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 Okay. We're talking about the court case and I suppose the bigger question as well. Do alcoholics deserve a second chance? 53981 or 1850-22-9898. A uh, 17-year-old gave evidence against her mother. She was made look after her six brothers and sisters when she was eight, including a newborn premature baby. She said her mother was evil and left them with no food, preferring to drink instead. She also said the reason her mother kept having children was for welfare. All children are now in care. But this went on. Uh, this went on until 2010. The court case finished yesterday. So this woman has walked free. It is a dreadful case of abuse of seven children over years and years and years. Does she deserve that second chance? 53981 is the text number. Pauline, how are you doing? You're welcome to the show. Hello, John. How are you? Uh, what do you think, Pauline? I, I believe some women should be sterilised. They don't deserve to have children. This seems to be a level of abuse, a catalogue of abuse. And psychological abuse mm. as well. Mm. Um, now, whether prison is right for her or therapy is the, the question, isn't it? 
Um, I, I suppose no way, I, yeah, go on, yeah. No way should she have control of any of those children anymore. No, she doesn't. They, they are all good. in care, but they're all very damaged, I would imagine. I know, it's horrendous. Their lives are kind of destroyed, literally. And they carry that into their adulthood. So she's devastated not only their lives, but perhaps, you know, that, that if they do have children and families, that's carried on into their families, you know, the, you know, the rearing, well, I'm not saying they're going to be abusive, but you know what I mean, that's on their mind. Of course, of course, of course it is. Um, So it affects whole generations, yeah. Um, I suppose what what I, and and it does you know we, we talked about the children's referendum that children are seen as equal um, mm-hmm. and I would love sorry if somebody has been has come from an alcoholic background uh, where there was alcohol abuse in their family give me a call 1852 or text me even anonymously on 53981 um, are, are children equal do you think the, the referendum has been passed but are children seen as being equal there seems to be no justice for these children Clearly not, if she's allowed to get away with the Catholic abuse that she got away with. However, I mean, there should be some kind of um, insistence on therapy. She's got off scot-free, basically, hasn't she? Well, she's been dry for a while. She hasn't drank in quite a while. Um, Still, she needs some kind of psychological deep therapy. The thing is, I don't think prison is right for someone like her because, you know, it'll only compound um, whatever is going on in her head. And whatever's going on in her head, she visits on her children, which is absolutely outrageous. But I, I find, I feel myself, prison isn't the right road for her. Speaking about al- alcoholics, Pauline, and I mean, mm. uh, you know, all right, I, I don't have any alcoholics in my in my immediate family, but do you do you believe? And I, I'm, you probably don't know the answer to this either. If somebody does five two ninety eight one, if you are an alcoholic. Is there a level where you can completely... Because uh, Kevin believes there is. He thinks it's such an illness that it can drive you into anything. It can make you do anything. It can make you be very devious. It can make you neglect everybody and, and everything, um, you know, uh, around you to get drink. Would you, would you, do you think you would neglect your children that much, even if you're an alcoholic? I think it's kind of on a par with drug abusers who neglect their children. I think you're capable of... Um horrendous neglect if you're a drug, drug abuser or an alcoholic. I think it's kind of part and parcel of the same thing. Um, that kind of addiction, you know? Um, when, when you said earlier on, Pauline, that some people should be sterilised, what, what do you mean? In what instance? I, I, I just believe that another point was made earlier on about her having children for social welfare. That's purposes. what her daughter believes. Her eldest daughter believes that. I said there's a whole a huge grain of fruit in that. And it's those women shouldn't be near children or shouldn't be allowed to have uh, more than uh, two. They, if they do, pay for it themselves, not the state. It seems to be a, a lifestyle choice for many women who are not alcoholics even. But, like, um, I do feel that um, she shouldn't be allowed near children. No question about it. Okay. Um and and what about I suppose the wider question, Paul? Before I let you go, of uh, this only happened uh, up well, it happened up until uh, late two thousand and ten, and we all know we've we've all known about abuse for years and years and years. How did nobody around these seven children know that this was going on, well, even you in know, school? As, as a society, yeah, Joan. As a society, we are culpable as well. We a lot of. Um, neighbours and friends are enablers of this kind of behaviour. They're just embarrassed to do anything. They think it's not their, their business to interfere. And as a society, we need to grow up and start to um, 
look after the vulnerable children in our society. And it's this a kind of, I say there's a lot of silence going on. I mean, I can't believe that no neighbours or friends had any inkling of what was going on. Well, in she was house. obviously in the local pub. She was in the pub, I'd say, seven nights a week. Or yeah, seven days a week. Why wouldn't a social worker be just called anonymously to check on the children? Well, she was. They were. They were warned. They were warned, and and there was a fridge out the back. I think in a shed that was locked. They were warned not to say anything to social workers. No, not not only even the children who are afraid of the life of this individual. But I'm talking about a neighbour who could anonymously call a social worker. Saying, yeah. We're not. Uh, we're concerned about these this family. And we haven't seen the children. They they don't look well. They don't look nourished. They don't look this. You know. A neighbour, a friend, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I can't understand why they hadn't got involved, social service, because somebody knew about it. No question, John. Anne, hi, you're on 98 FM. How are you doing? Hi, John, how are you? Um, Very good, thanks. What do you think, Anne, of this uh, case? Well, it was a dreadful, dreadful thing for any mother to do on on our children. It really was, it was a horrible, horrible thing to do. Um, I wouldn't take, like to take children away from their mother at any time. You know, there's two sides to it, but I really don't think leopards really change their spots that much. As I was speaking to your researcher earlier on, my marriage broke up because I was married to an alcoholic. And did you know he was an alcoholic when you met him? Um, no, no, it was a, a he was a bus driver and it was sneaky drinking. Okay. And at that time, I don't really remember the Deer Park Hotel down on Park Eighth Street. Right. And Coneyham Road was the depot. And the breaks were very long, and rather than come home, they'd all go into the deer park and have a few drinks. And he got booked several times, and he was actually lucky he got away with it. Now, not alone his own danger, the people on the bus, you know, I mean, their lives were a danger too. Um, we married. Uh, I obviously thought it was going to change. We went to AA meetings and the whole lot. All right, so at that stage it was out then, you knew? It, it was out. And then it was, um, you know, alcoholics are very, very conniving and they're really bang wide. They're so cute. Um, pop a chungum in the mouth, peppermint in the mouth, and they learn to walk straight, they don't stagger. There's so many tricks mm. to it, you mm. know, and they really can pull the wool over and they can lie so well. Well, I just fell for John. I, I would have swallowed a cavity block if he had told me. And um, I got to the station, uh, young Jennifer was only 11 months old came in one Friday night and he said to me I love you but I can't live with you and you know you're left local it'll be like yourself your own hubby yeah. and I said is there somebody else are you gay and the IRA God forgive me you know you're doing yeah, everything yeah. in well, there, was, there was something else it was the drink obviously there he, he needed to need drink more than, than he needed there was he was in you. love with the drink came first and he walked out and excluded myself an 11 month old baby um, he was gone for a year and then he asked for a second chance he got a second chance and then it was only a shandy and went on and on again. And so it just eventually went the, the child then another eight months later and he went again. And um, that's 24 years ago because uh, Jennifer will be 25 just coming to Thursday. And um, the last time she's seen her dad was on her 18th birthday. I believe he's living in Glasgow back with his parents. And he rang on New Year's Eve. I answered the phone, Joan. Mm. In all innocence, I... The person was that pissed, excuse my language. No, the other end of the phone, I couldn't make out what they were saying. And you knew it was him, did you? And the F word was used on me, did I not F and well remember I was married to him? Oh, God. Which wasn't very nice. Yeah. Um, called her, his daughter, she went on the phone, Hurry, Happy New Year to you, bye bye. And that was it, and there's been no contact. He, he, he even took money off her on a communion day, John. That's how low he went.
So you think it's very possible that this woman was in in such throes of addiction that yes. it didn't matter how many babies she it had? It doesn't matter, Joan. They, they have rose-coloured glasses on them and they can see no further onto that next glass that's in their hand. They can absolutely see no further. I see myself sitting in AA meetings. Now, I'm not really a drink. I have nothing against drink. Um, I'd be sitting there and I'd know by his eyes. Mm. He was looking at his watch or to get out or to have one for the road. They had no intention to be cured at all. So he either... Did he have affection a... for your daughter? Did he have affection for his for his child or was he, it... He did, but obviously it was sort of like, well, you know, if I hang around here, is there something going to happen? Or if I leave, I could be... I'm only 27 years of age. I can be a flash Harry and enjoy life. You know, and he's 53 now and still only a young man mm. has missed out on the joys of his daughter growing up only one child um, had a lady friend and then, then continued on 15 years ago to meet up a new lady friend that was say in her 60s now nothing against the person right yeah. and you know the way in England they all called the seven bells or three bells or whatever yeah. and they were running the pub together so it was like putting a paedophile into a sweet shop Tell me, Anne, you know, the wider question, are we too soft on, we have a huge, we have a huge problem with al- with alcoholism in Ireland. Are we too soft? We are too soft because I tell you, Joan, I went through, there were several court cases for custody of the daughter. And when, before this all happened, when she used to go out with him, I used to be up to hide, oh, like you would be your own children. I'd be terrified, is he going to have one too many? Is he going to fall into the canal or is he going to go under a bus or, and the poor kid out with him? And I had to go on the visits with him. And I, I, I hate Madigan's in Earl Street. Mm, that was the first of that. stop. Yeah, it was always that. my uh, fructosis ham sandwich. Oh, right, it okay. wasn't. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many ways. And it is so... It's covered up here. It's too easy because the excuse all the time now is, oh, the smoking ban, we don't go. It's as easy to go and buy big crates of lager in the supermarkets now. I don't begrudge anyone a drink. But it's too easy here, and it's hit up all the time. And uh, what what about the children's referendum, where children, you know, children were seen as having small rights because they were small people? This seventeen-year-old had the gumption to get up and testify against her mother and what she did to her over yeah. years. And and you know, as far as I suppose the daughter is concerned, and she called, she actually called her mother vermin. You know that? Yeah. I hadn't read it, but no, I thought I was coming down out of bat when I caught up with the yeah. with the show. But uh, <laughs> you know, me. it's uh, she just said her mother was evil. She left them alone with no food, um, uh, no little or no food, preferring to drink instead. You know, well, that poor child was looking at that. God only knows what other things she's saying, and the child is saying nothing. You know, they go to any lens for she had to. So should to, she get? You don't think prison would would it, would it send a message out that look, okay, we all like to drink, but it ha- the book has to stop here. Yeah, exactly, it has to stop. You know, and I I don't want to see anybody behind bars, but I think if she had been given even say three months, it would send a message out. Hang on a second, those of you that are doing it, watch out because it can happen to you. Someone has to be taught a lesson. Oh, sure. Look, it just—it doesn't say an awful lot for the children's referendum. Okay, it listen, Anne. And uh, thanks for talking to me. Very you good. too, John. Thanks God a lot. Bye bye. Bye bye. Five three nine eight one is the text number. Should alcoholics uh, do they deserve a second chance, no matter what they've done? Um, Trevor, you're on ninety out of M. I was going to go to some messages, but I go to Trevor first. Trevor, how are you doing? I'm all right, Mrs. John. Good, thanks. What do you think? Um, 
I, I think there's a bigger problem here. I think alcohol is the problem. I think it's not so much like, granted, yeah, she, she might have been alcoholic, uh, left the children to their own devices, neglect, all the rest of that. But alcohol is the problem. Like, the gov- like you could say it's like any other drug out there. Like, granted, um, nicotine, uh, coke, whatever else you want to say, they're all drugs as well. The government has cho- chosen, like, to leave alcohol there, which is probably the most, well, the widely available, most addictive thing that people will drink. Mm. And all they're doing is, is they're taking a high tax off it, and they're, they're, not, they're not addressing the big issue that the alcohol is the problem. They're, they're seen as too much of an easy income for um, I suppose the, the, abu- the abuse of that. Well, what about what Pauline said is we need to grow up and, and see, up. see what is happening. But, but well, why then? Why do children's rights... Why, why does somebody who's an alcoholic have more rights than, than children who have been they're absolutely abused for years? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, it's just, it's, it's wrong. So the, children, the children should be at the forefront of what's been looked after. The, the people that are, are alcoholics, they have no right to have their kids. Do you agree with, do you, no, you know, you're there. I'm just listening to what you said. Um, her, her daughter said that the reason she kept having children was because of she, because she she wanted to get welfare. Would you agree with Pauline that in some instances people should be stopped from having children at a certain stage? Certain people I would, yeah. And I know it might sound fucking... Um, in the times and all the rest of this, but there's, there's people out there that don't deserve to have things like have have children and... The pleasures of life. Mm. They bring it upon themselves. And that's, that's, that's my view on it. Do you think, and I don't know if you have children or not, Trevor, but I mean, no. <clears throat> do you think that alcohol could take you over so much, Trevor, that you would not feed, you know, let your children go hungry and abandon, abandon children? Yeah, well, sure, like, it's when you get caught up in, in, a, in an addiction like that that you lose your senses, you lose who you are, you forget... You forget about the things that are important to you and the things that actually mean something to you. And if you're that far gone, well, you know, if you can't see it happening to yourself, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be having kids. You shouldn't, like... And any comments on the wider, wider community? Because people are saying, where were her family? Where were people, is she know? Why, why did they let this go on? Any comments on that, Trevor? <sighs> I think uh, that the neighbours do what they want to do. Not, you know, not in my backyard kind of thing. If they're doing it, let them out. They'll only intervene when they have to intervene when it's brought well, up on their doorstep. Well, it's law now. It's law now. You have to. If you know something's going on and you don't, uh, if you know children are being neglected, uh, you are absolutely are. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see if anything changes. But it seems like same scenario, just a different year. Trevor, good talking to you. No bother. Don't. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Um, okay, just some of your messages. She deserves a second chance. My boyfriend was a raving alcoholic and stopped drinking 12 years ago and is still in AA and doing great. Alcoholism is a sickness. When you're addicted, you don't give a damn about anyone or anything else. Um, that's why her children suffered. They are better off in care and she needs serious help. I know lots of addicts who go into prison and end up worse. It's up to her to face her demons and overcome them. It's very hard work. It'll be the fight of her life. But prison is not the answer. She should be in hospital. Children will not make you stop drinking. Very interesting. Um, well, her children won't get a second chance at being children. Uh, to not be neglected. Very sad and very unfair. They say addiction is an illness, but when you're ill, you go to a doctor. 
um, to ask them to make you better. She could have made a choice to ask for help and try to deal with her addiction illness, but she didn't. And in the uh, and the prices. Uh, and in the process, treat your innocent children terribly. In the, in, sorry, and in the in the process, treat your children terribly. Um, also, um, wait till we see. How on God's earth did that judge not imprison the mother? Says another texter. That seventeen-year-old girl was left to look after her baby brother and sister. She should be given a she should be given a gold medal for what she had to put up with. Everything and anything should be done by this country to see that seventeen-year-old gets support. My heart goes out to her disgrace. Says Ian Il- Kilkenny. Sorry, Paul. We have one last caller. I've just seen you there, Paul. How are you doing? Ah, not too bad. Um, I just, I'm just in shock. Like that, that lady gets to walk free, and uh, as I sent in there, that um, a guy who imports garlic and labels it incorrectly gets six years. Well, there you go. Um, like, I know. Uh, who, it, who? It, it, it's, it, see, it seems bizarre, especially after a children's referendum, especially after all the way we're holding up children as being, you know, these are <laughs> equal citizens. In this case, she was more equal than the seven, the seven people that she neglected. Yeah, well, it's it's. You know, I don't know. The whole judicial system just doesn't seem to work unless it's in a monetary term to the government. It's ridiculous. It's uh, it's absolutely appalling. It's actually a sad day to be Irish when things like this happen. Is it because it's alcohol, Paul? That that we oh. have we have a very broad sweeping opinion on alcohol, and sure, Asher, God bless them. Well, I could, am I, I being very really... cruel? Maybe I'm being very cruel. Five three nine eight one. If you think I am. Well, it couldn't really be that because then there's the guy who attacked that other girl on the. Somewhere in Dublin, and he gets to uh, he gets he well he was basically getting to walk free as well. So and that wasn't even alcohol related. So it's it, like I don't know the whole judicial system just seems to be a money making racket these days. Well, I don't know if it's a money making racket. I mean, the judge in her you know in her wisdom thought it would be a better it would be better served if this woman did not go to jail. Now her children range from four to seventeen, but. In your opinion, this is the one thing I keep coming back to, and, and I don't know if you're an alcoholic, um, and and you know if you're being given a second chance, would you give up anything for alcohol? I wonder. Would you would you neglect your children so badly that you leave a newborn alone with an eight year old that you that you don't feed them that they're filthy that they're not toilet trained? Would there be even an inkling in your brain that 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 says you know this isn't right? I'm doing something. Well, at the end of the day, like an addiction is an addiction and people will put the addiction before anything else. So uh, depending on what that addiction is, but there are like people can be chronically addicted to things. Yes, absolutely. But there's a time where you have to draw a line in the sand and kind of say enough. It's not like she had one kid and it kind of went, OK, I learned. She had seven children and it went for years and years. Yeah. Seven children. She, she's she's only thirty eight years of age. So yeah, how, she, how could that just be passed and kind of go? Okay, well it's fair enough. Then you you be grand and you just walk out of here and you'll get better. And her seventeen year old testified against her. Yes. Yeah, so like when it gets to a stage that your own children are testifying against you and the judge thinks it's okay for them just to walk out, that judge should be ashamed of herself. Stay with me for a second. I just want to bring Emily. One last caller in. This. Stay with me, Paul, for a second, will you? Um, Emily, hi. You're on ninety eight FM. What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm just on the way home here and I'm just hearing, I suppose, a lot of listeners refer to, I suppose, alcoholism as a possibly an illness or a sickness. Like, yeah. you know, I'm an alcoholic, I'm sick. I think um, people need to realise that, like, alcoholism is an addiction itself. Yeah. And I think people almost need to try and get away with the fact that, look, I'm sick, I'm an alcoholic. It's like, no, you're an addict and you need to try and I suppose address that addiction by true counselling, whatever it might be. So I think a sickness is almost an excuse and it just writes off alcoholism as, oh, well, it's not really my fault because I'm sick with this illness. It's not. It's an addiction. You you don't have a control over an illness. You have a control over taking your drink. And that, that's, 
that's the way I would see it. But that's, that's um, very that's very interesting. It's very like interesting. I work. I'm a social worker in child protection. I work with these parents all the time, and like I, I'm obviously I'm working for ki- like you know this referendum. Can't wait until it comes in. But I do empathise with parents. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But they need to seek the help. They can't just label themselves as ill with being an alcoholic. I mean, you could say the same. Well, I'm a drug addict. Well, I'm sick. You know, you can't. You have to address your issue. Address the addiction. And then maybe prevent the kid from coming into care. Do you know what I mean? That's the way oh, I see it. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm sure you've read about this case. And stay with me, Paul. I'm sure about. I'm sure you've read about this case today, Emily. And yeah. I suppose the question is, and and this is what I'm wondering. I suppose a where was everybody that knew her? B, um, is it sending out the right signal, even though her 17-year-old testified against her? I mean, these children yeah. had an horrendous, an horrendous life. Yeah, and people are afraid. Listen, I work with people who are, like, they want to remain anonymous. They don't want uh, the department to know, I suppose, that they're, let's say, reporting. It could even be a kid on the street. might not even be family. Yeah. And often then that creates a problem because it's harder to track down exactly where this child is, yeah. who are the parents. So people are afraid because, but then they have to say, well, look, I mean, this is a child who's at risk. You know what I mean? So, but I can see why the community are kind of worried that if they tell, will that parent come after them or are they in drug gangs or that, you know, it's just people are afraid. But I think people are a bit more aware because people are being trained with the children first training, which I don't know if you're aware of, but that's what a lot of people are obliged to do if they're working, let's say, in a school. Um, and I suppose the care profession, and they're aware now, which is brilliant. So I mean, this only, I suppose, this only, this, this she, she, she had the children up until the children were with her until 2010. I, know. I yeah, I look, Ugh, it's wild. We, again, a lot of cases are like that. Kids are like teenagers and they're coming into care. It's like, where was the, how was this not noticed 10 years ago? I know, 2010, it's only, it's yeah. only two and a bit years ago. It just, it, yeah. see, it seems horrendous, Emily, that this is happening in, in this day and age. Do you think she should have got some kind of custodial sentence? Um, I suppose it's parents' rights versus children's rights, and I suppose they do have rights. Now, you could look at her own history. See, this probably comes into play her own history. She could have been care herself. Why was she an addict? Was she abused? And this is what happens. They're, they're looked at. So that's why they don't. They're not treated as a criminal. They're treated as sometimes a victim themselves, and that's why they couldn't cope or whatever. So it's never straightforward in child protection. You can't just treat a parent like a, cr- a criminal because okay. they've come from crappy situations themselves, and that's it's a, just a constant circle. So, yeah, she probably I don't know. It's a it's a hard one to. To, it is, know, but to, but is it? Yeah. And finally, Emily, and, and I'll ask the same question, yeah. Paul. You're still there, Paul. Um, yeah. Do we need to grow up and 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 see alcoholism for what it is in Ireland? That's what Pauline said, and I think it was probably one of the, one of the strongest things was said right the way through tonight. Yeah, certainly. Certainly, if you're a professional, right, working with kids, you know, you, like you should know that this isn't my duty. We all have a duty of care. Actually, that's actually what they call it: is a duty of care to a child. So, if you really feel worried and strong about it, that's what you do. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to possibly save a kid from a crappy situation or prevent a kid from coming into care. You know, intervene with parents. You know, prevent it rather than bring them into care. So, Absolutely. I think people do need to just become a bit more aware and. 
just see, <laughs> you know, stop this build up of kids coming into care. I know, it's and, horrible, it, horrible, you know? horrible. All right, listen, Emily, Paul, good talking to you. Okay, thanks Thanks a lot. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Prison is supposed to be punishment, um, says a text from 52981. Prison is supposed to be uh, punishment and rehabilitation, and this is a perfect example of how both aspects need to be enforced. She needs to be punished and then put in a programme till she deals with her issues. The problem is not individuals. The problem is how we deal with people with problems in our society, and we're going to end it on that one because we've run way over time on this one. Thank you very much for all your comments and uh, your comments and your calls and your pins on that one all right you've been listening to a 98fm podcast download more at 98fm.com